You're listening to the Travel Geniuses Podcast for travel agents who love planning vacations for their clients, but wish the business side of things was just a little bit easier. This is episode 63, and I have three questions for you before you start setting goals for next year. Hey, Travel Geniuses, welcome to the last episode of the podcast for 2021. If you can't tell from my voice, I have been sick. It's a super bummer. I'm really trying not to focus on it because I think I mentioned in the last episode, I had so many plans and so many things I wanted to get done these last few weeks of the year. And I did manage to clear some space in my schedule and mentally and just set things up to be really easy for me so that I could enjoy these last few weeks of the year. And I got sick. So I've been sick um, probably since the week after Thanksgiving. And just yesterday finally started to feel a little bit back to myself, but I still have this cough. I'm still really congested. It's not COVID. Uh, It's just this really dumb cold that will not go away. So I've mostly felt okay. I haven't been like feverish or anything, but you know, when you're just, you have a lot of head congestion and you feel like you can't think that's how it's been. So it's been super frustrating. So if I thought I was starting to kind of fall behind and feel a little uh, pressured to catch up with things a month ago, I'm really feeling that now. Well, I could be feeling that now, but like I said, I'm really trying not to think about it and just be okay with where I'm at right now and things will get done when they get done. So anyway, um, that's why I sound a little funny. This episode is probably going to be pretty short It probably should have just been an audio newsletter, but I did say in the last episode that I had a couple that I would do at the end of the year that were just short, little easy things for you. And so I am doing this as a podcast episode, but it will be much shorter than you're used to. And speaking of the audio newsletter, real quick sidebar here, um, I am sort of reevaluating my content strategy. I know I talked about something along these lines in a recent episode when I talked about just my dissatisfaction with Instagram and this just people creating content for content's sake and just to please the algorithm, which good news, you guys, I keep hearing that Instagram is going to be bringing back the chronological timeline or feed, which means you'll get the content from everybody you subscribe to in order of when it was published versus them feeding you what they think you want and prioritizing reels or whatever they want to prioritize in your feed, you'll have more control over that, which I think is amazing. And hopefully it'll help me enjoy the app a little more. But I don't want to be creating content just for content's sake. I want the things that I'm creating and publishing to be useful for you. um, And not just because I have to post to Instagram five times a week or send a newsletter every week. Um, I don't even know what the point of all that is that I was just saying. Um, What I want to ask is I have been experimenting with these audio newsletters because I find talking a lot easier than typing. Um, It's just more, it's less stressful for me. I feel less pressure to be perfect when I'm talking versus when I'm typing something out that you're going to read in an email or a blog post or something. So 
I was experimenting and have been experimenting with these audio newsletters, which if you're not on my list, you can sign up at travelgeniuses.com slash newsletter, but they're just short sort of podcast episodes. So topics that maybe I haven't fully fleshed out yet, or just ideas that I've had, things that I don't have enough information on to fill up a 20, 30 or more minute podcast episode. So they've just been shorter, but much like this podcast episode, just me talking. I'm curious what your thoughts are on that and other forms of content. Um, What are you struggling with? What kinds of topics would you like me to talk about in the future? And how do you want to receive that content? I'm not going to stop doing the podcast. I really enjoy it. But how do you feel about newsletters? Are you opening email and are you reading newsletters at all? Is it an annoying extra step to open it and have to click through to listen to the audio newsletter when I've done that? How are you using social media? Are you um, using it to learn or are you using it to just sort of um, zone out and (laughs) give your brain a rest for a little bit and look at pretty pictures? What kinds of content do you want to see on social media? Like I said, I want to make sure that the things I'm creating for you are actually what you want and what you're finding useful. And bonus, depending on how much feedback I get, I will gladly share some of that information with you as well, because I think I mentioned this on that episode I did about social media. I find that most of the time, the things that I'm starting to crave or enjoy or be turned off by end up being what other people are feeling as well. And that ends up being the next sort of movement or trend in content marketing. So what we collectively are feeling and wanting is probably what your clients are wanting too. So I'm happy to sort of gather that information and analyze it a little bit and maybe share some things that might help you with the content that you're creating for your clients too. So please shoot me an email, christy at travelgeniuses.com. I want to hear all your thoughts, even if I didn't ask a specific question, but you're having some sort of thought or feeling about the content you're consuming. Please let me know and it can only make all of us better. Okay. I did not mean to go on so long about that. So let me get to the topic of this episode. This happens to be my favorite week of the year. It's the week between Christmas and New Year's. And the reason I love it so much is because things are still a lot slower. A lot of people still aren't back to work. And even if they are, it's not full time. Nobody's sort of back into regular life mode. So our businesses are sometimes a little slower as far as incoming client requests and things like that. But Christmas is over, holidays are over. So no more shopping and wrapping and baking and holiday parties, all of that's done. So we still get to enjoy the extra downtime and the slow time, but also get to actually enjoy it because our life is a lot slower and there's not as much to do except like put the Christmas decorations away and find a place to put all the new gifts. What's also happening this time of year is you're probably seeing a lot of posts on social media and a lot of emails in your inbox talking about setting goals for next year and preparing for next year and setting New Year's resolutions and all of that stuff. And I am not doing that in this episode. That will come. I do have some things I want to talk to you about. Next year is going to be 
I predict amazing. And I want to make sure you're ready for that. But before we do that, I think it's so important to look back at the year we just finished or have almost finished and just sort of reflect on that and evaluate what worked and what didn't so that we can, when we do finally start making plans for next year, we can do that in a more thoughtful and strategic way instead of just randomly choosing goals and things without considering what's already happened and what we've already experienced. I am very much a perfectionist in all the worst (laughs) senses of that word, meaning that it's very hard for me to try something new if I don't think I can do it perfectly. And I spend a lot of time or waste a lot of time not taking action and trying to get things perfect before I do. And I've been learning a lot about, and I know this in my head, but knowing it in your head and actually putting it into practice are two totally different things. So I've been reading a lot and learning a lot about um, the fact that mistakes are learning opportunities and they're actually good things. And rejection and doing things wrong over and over and over again are ways to learn and get better. And that's how you end up being able to do things, not perfectly, but better. Um, But you can't do that if you aren't learning from those mistakes. And I think a lot of us tend to just move through life, going from one task to the next, one strategy to the next, without looking at things and learning from them, figuring out how to take what works and do more of that and let go of the things that didn't. And so that's what I want you and us, because I'm going to be doing this too, to spend this week, hopefully, focusing on before we start making plans for next year, because that'll only make our plans for next year that much more impactful and enjoyable and better for us and our business. And this isn't complicated at all. Uh, I just have three questions for you. And this is a bit of what I worked through with my insiders group in December. So I'm sharing a tiny bit of that with you. It's just three simple questions. And I would like you to ideally come up with five answers to each of these. And that may seem like a lot and you might be tempted to just do one or two, but I think by having the goal of five for each, it'll get you to really think beyond surface level. You'll have, you'll maybe struggle a little bit and have to really think about the past year and be a little more objective and maybe think about things in a way you might not have if you hadn't pushed yourself. So shoot for at least five. If you can do 10, even better. And I will say with all of these two, it doesn't have to be just business. Um, This can be your business and personal life, but I want you to at least have some business things on the list. So the first question I want you to answer is, what are you proud of in the last year? What did you do that you were proud of? This could be anything from pivoting your business so you could still sell travel even when um, maybe a part of the world that you specialized in was shut down. Maybe you started charging fees for the first time or figuring out how to accommodate your kids being homeschooled with managing your business at the same time. It could even be making the choice to shut down your business temporarily or permanently. I know that was a choice that some of you had to make this last year or so, and or getting another job temporarily, a part-time job to 
keep the bills paid while your business was struggling a bit. That's something to be proud of too. Those decisions are not always easy, but sometimes they're right. So even if it's not something that you would typically look at and say, oh, that's something I'm super proud of. Sometimes those really hard and disappointing things are things you can be proud of too. A couple of things on my list that I'm proud of are A, not giving up and quitting, even though I dropped all the balls this year. Like I went months without publishing a new podcast episode. I just feel like it was really hard for me to keep up with things this year. And typically for me, when something like that happens, I would just think, oh, I've just proven I can't do this. Everybody's going to think I'm a flake. I might as well quit and give up now. But I didn't. And I'm still here publishing this podcast. Uh, Another thing is trying something new with the audio newsletter. Like I mentioned earlier, I'm not very good at doing new things when I'm not sure how to do it. And then I'm not sure it's going to work. And the jury is still out on whether that will work or not. But I tried and I didn't die and I'm learning some things from it. So I really want you to look back at the last year, which I know was very difficult for most of us. And Find some things to be proud of in that year, even if your instinct is to just think, oh, that year was a waste, nothing good happened, I didn't do anything good. I guarantee you, you can find at least five things that you can be proud of in the last year. And here's why this is so important, because we focus so much on the things we've done wrong, and it's very hard to consciously focus on the things we've done right. And especially in a year like last year, it's very easy to discount it and feel bad about ourselves. And then we're coming into the next year thinking we didn't do anything good and it's going to be really hard to do anything good this next year. I want you to really tap into the things that you did that were good so that you're coming into the next year on that high, knowing you can do hard things, knowing you can do things that you're proud of, you've done it. So there's no reason why you can't do it next year too. All right. The next question I want you to ask yourself and come up with five answers to, and again, it could be a mixture of business and personal, but I want you to for sure include some business things in here, but what worked and what do you want to do more of? This is where that learning happens. And if we don't do this, we're just, like I said, going to keep hopping from task to task, strategy to strategy without really looking at what's already working for us and doing more of that. So look back over the last year and think about what worked for you that you can bring forward into next year. This could be something big like finally starting to charge fees or a marketing strategy that worked really well and brought you a bunch of your perfect ideal clients. And it could also be little things like just adjusting your schedule or deleting the Instagram app from your phone, and which is one of mine. But last night, I actually, my phone died and I had it in the other room charging while I was reading a book. And I read so much more than I normally can because I'm always grabbing my phone. Like I get these random thoughts and I want to look something up and I'm just constantly picking up my phone even when I'm trying to read a book. So I think that's something I'm going to start doing more of. Just keep my phone in another room when I'm trying to read or focus on something. And then the last question, which maybe should have been first because I hate to end it on a negative, but the last question is what didn't work and what do you want to stop doing in the next year? 
Maybe there's a type of booking you want to stop taking because it takes too much time or isn't profitable enough. Um, Maybe there's a marketing strategy that you've been trying because everybody says it's the thing you have to do, but you just really don't enjoy it. Those are some things that you should maybe stop doing next year. An example from my list is to stop answering personal calls at all hours of the day. Uh, It's something I've struggled with and kept doing because part of the reason I want my own business is so that I can be there for my friends and family when they need me. So I'm available to chat and just be present for them, but it's really affecting my productivity. Sometimes I have a whole day free and I get so many personal phone calls that end up not getting anything done all day. And it's not that I'm on the phone the whole day, but those distractions, sometimes it's hard to get back into work mode again afterwards, or maybe somebody's asked me a question about something and I start researching a solution for them. So uh, I've decided that I need to really stop doing that next year, maybe have specific times of day where I can be available or times of day when I'll call them back if they call. But I really have to stop uh, just feeling like I have to answer the phone every time it rings. And that's it. That's the three questions. Uh, Just to recap, what are five things you're proud of that you did in the last year? What are five things that worked and that you want to do more of in the next year? What are five things that didn't work or that you don't, you want to stop doing in the next year? I really think that thinking about those answers and not just thinking about it, but write it down, like really answer them. Um, will help you set yourself up next year when you're starting to think about goals and what you want to accomplish next year and what you want it to look like. I think knowing the answers to these questions will make all of that more impactful for you and your business next year. And I would absolutely love to hear what your answers are, especially the things you're proud of. So you can send me an email at christy at travelgeniuses.com. And in a couple of days, I will uh, start a discussion in the Facebook group as well. I believe it's facebook.com slash travel geniuses. And you can all share our answers in there too. So I hope you found this helpful. So much for my short episode. We're at at least 15 minutes here, but uh, I will be back with regular episodes next year. Oh, that's such a dad joke. See you next year. Um, Next year. And yes, we will be talking about some ways to set yourself up for success in 2022 as well. So I hope you enjoy the rest of the best week of the year and um, are looking forward to a really good 2022. I'll see you then.